Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Snake Oil Radio here at Blog Talk Radio. Uh, this is host Jim Ventura. Thanks for joining us today. If you're uh, listening to us live, uh, we will be on for the next 45 minutes uh, until quarter of the hour. And uh, if not, you might be catching us in the archive. Uh, you're also welcome to uh, either call in live with any questions uh, about my, uh, for my caller today um, at the guest caller number, which is 646-200-3966, or feel free to join us in the chat room and you can ask questions or make uh, productive comments directly from the chat room as well. So uh, feel free to join us. Uh, if it's your first time tuning into Snake Oil Radio, uh, we do the show twice a month on the first, usually generally on the first and the last, uh, first and third Tuesday of the month. And uh, my first show of the month is usually about my column, the uh, monthly column that I write called Snake Oil. And uh, our third week of the month uh, show is a guest interview show. And today is our guest interview show, and I'm lucky to have uh, Debbie Little, who is a uh, feng shui master and a uh, expert in space clearing. And Debbie's going to be here today to talk a bit about what both of those things are. And please, absolutely, you're welcome to call in and ask questions, or uh, and ask questions again in the chat room if you're in there. So, welcome to the show, Debbie. Hello, Jim. Thanks for having How me. How are you today? I'm great, thanks. Good, good. Uh, well, let's uh, let's kick this right off by asking you to kind of give our listeners, uh, listening audience, a little bit of information about what uh, you do. Um, well, the art of proper placement is um, a wonderful way to uh, bring some balance and harmony into the home. Um, a lot of people out there are working on a lot of different issues, primarily abundance and career, things like that. And feng shui allows you to um, use tools um, physically um, along with um, that um, intention, putting the intention out there and then also using the tools um, in feng shui in certain areas. And that's what I do is help people understand where those areas are and point out uh, maybe some blocks. Um, but it's just uh, it brings in um, great harmony and um, and just depending on what the challenge is, it can clear up a lot of um, a lot of blocks, you know, a lot of um, uh, maybe some challenges, things like that. So um, it's, I've been using that. I've been doing that for about 15 years, and it's proven time and time again to to help with whatever is going on. So right, good. Very good. Uh, I think you know people may be a little bit more familiar with um, uh, with what feng shui is because I think it's something that you maybe hear a little bit more about in in uh, in the media and various other areas. But I think the one thing that I that you do also that seems to leave a few question marks for people is uh, the space clearing and um, what and the staging actually also too the home staging that you do as well. So why don't you also tell us a little bit about that? Oh, sure. I'd be glad to. Um, Space clearing, or I I also call it energy clearing, um, is a way of just freeing up 
that stagnant energy that builds up over time in our homes. Everything in our homes um, are made of energy, and we also give off our own energy um, every day. And after time, um, that that energy can build up on our walls. Um, very similar to um, static electricity, or um, it can feel like if you've never cleared your home, it can feel like cobwebs on your home that you've never cleaned um, over time. So it's just a real good regimen that um, uh, really just, it just feels a lot better. It feels it clears um, anything going on. It's just a real healthy thing to do for anyone. If you've ever walked into a room and it just doesn't feel right and maybe someone has just had an argument, maybe they're there, maybe they're not, but you can still feel like that something doesn't fit. Um, I use that a lot um, on my own uh, with clients, um, just like if there, especially if there's changes in their life. Um, that also helps clear out anything that's hanging around. And then with staging, home staging is, um, there's a lot of homes on the market. Um, whether if someone is living in the home and they're going to be putting it on the market, I can go out and give them a consultation, let them know what to do to show the home um, in the best way uh, while it's on the market. If they're not going to be there, I can also put accessories and furniture if they need to into the home. So um, also with the clearing, I kind of I do that a lot of times with pe- homes that are on the market. Um, sometimes when I'm doing staging, it just kind of it's my natural intention to clear the energy um, in the home. So I kind of use it all together, Jim. <laughs> right, <laughs> little, right. Little feng shui clearing and staging sometimes does good. Right. So and really from a, a very practical level, um, your you know, the success rate, I think, is is higher in in moving homes that have been staged. Correct? And very much so. It's almost, uh, I believe, 93% faster of how if a house has been staged, and that means whether um, the homeowners are doing it themselves and they're living there, or they want to bring in some items just so the house feels better and uh, looks better. Um, it's easier to see and to imagine a home. Um, your own when you can see what it what it looks like, what it's going to fit, what it's going to feel like, feels better with something in it at least. Right. Wow. Well, and that's definitely you know that's something I would I would have to agree with even you know it's just purely from a logical perspective or even experientially, because I know years ago when I used to um, look at apartments even to consider renting an apartment. The difference between someone showing me an empty apartment space and someone showing me an apartment that had been staged in that sense was staggering yes. in terms of comfort and, and, and ease and even just the, the you know, likability of the space. Uh, there really is something very sterile about an empty space uh, that, that, again, I think makes it harder for people to really, really see it as a home uh, in that sense, so definitely, uh, that's something I, I remember from my apartment hunting days. Uh, that was very, very noticeable, and, and even when it came to looking to buy a home, I had gone through that as well too. Yes, yes, that that has been. That's a very good example, Jim. Um, I have had people tell me the same exact thing. Even if it's an apartment, if there's something in it, at least they can see what the room would hold as opposed to being completely empty, it's so difficult to use your imagination, even if you have a good one, to see how furniture would fit in a home, how it's going to feel. Um, 
especially if it's kept neutral. The staging is always kept neutral, but if the house is being lived in and it's still kept in neutral colors um, and not too abrasive to anyone, it's much easier to imagine it um, in you know, uh, being a little bit lived in, uh, just a homier feeling. Um, and then I always incorporate the feng shui to um, whether they know it or not, even if it's just furniture placement, um, moving it so it's a little bit more open and airy and bringing the light in, things like that. Right. And I think that, you know, uh, feng shui is such a an integral part of, of uh, space comfort, Mm-hmm. Uh, in a way that a lot of people don't understand until you actually begin to learn a bit about it, I know uh, I, I, I know some I know something about feng shui. Not a lot. By no means am I an expert. I'm just kind of I, I would say I'm an armchair amateur in in that respect. But I definitely have played around with it in in different ways and have found very very noticeable results from making changes in in certain places and then seeing those changes or shifts occurring in my life as well. Uh, and it, it's it's a lot less subtle than people would think. Right. Well, and that that's a good point, Jim. When someone, there's a lot of people out there that are wishing and hoping and praying and even writing down what their desire is. To me, feng shui is also just one more step in physical meditation or physical prayer if you will of placement i'm going to place this item here and i'm going to believe that this is going to come true so to me it's just a kind of a um icing on the cake when you know maybe just affirmations are not enough at the time (laughs) so and while i say feng shui um can help a person understand where the best placement is um why and um, what that placement would entail. I use the type of place, uh, type of feng shui that uses um, directions, as opposed to left or right of the front door, because that's a different technique. Um, there's there's a few different um, forms of feng shui, different schools of thought. Um, I use what's called practical feng shui, and it also goes, like I said, by the compass. So it's the true north. Um, and then I just help people show them maybe you know, in the areas of maybe that they have blocked, why? You know, you have um, some clutter here or garbage or something like that that may be um, blocking what your real intention um, that you're putting out there. So it all works together. Right, they work in a combination because, uh, and I would agree with that also, I, you know, I think there's, there's probably two notable, there's there's the Eastern uh, feng shui philosophy and then there's a, a Western a philosophy as well, and I I would go I would agree with you in that sense that I I lean toward the true directions mm-hmm. in that sense where I think which is is more uh, standard for for the Eastern philosophy in that sense to me because I know there's a little bit of a different take on it from from the Western sense but when I I looked into it I found that I guess to me North is North right. no matter what you try to do with it or no 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 matter what angle you come in on North is still North. You know what I mean to me there's just something about that that is uh very very notable let me uh let me pause for one second and give that call in number again in case uh anyone wants to call in live and has any questions to ask of debbie uh that guest call in number is six four six two hundred three nine six six if you're listening to the show live you can call in at uh six four six two hundred three nine six six 
And getting back to uh, the feng shui element, um, I think one of the things that is very, very interesting about feng shui is, is it literally that there's like eight different primary directions that represent different areas of life, so to speak? Is it eight is the right number? I'm not sure if I'm messing that up in that sense. In other words, the north, uh, west, east, you know, south, yeah. and northeast. So those 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 um those those directions actually represent kind of areas of life of our own life and then they correlate to the home is is am i saying that correctly yes that that's the form that i use i would always say that i always tell my clients you know before you hire me um use the type of feng shui if you're already using one if it works for you then whatever resonates with you is what you stick to um i this resonates with me um, and, um, you know, that's, that's, I've, I've tried different ones and this is one that resonates with me. And it is the true north. It has a north, south, east, and west. And then also the southeast, southwest, northwest, northeast. That's the Bagua that I use. I teach them the basics. Um, primarily south is, you know, for fortune. And, you know, so that's maybe where we would look at. Um, there's also obviously the wealth corners, the marriage corners, career areas. So, um, depending on, um, what, the needs are, I usually tell people to stick with just two at a time because it can disrupt energy. Um, I've had people call me and say, wow, I did everything and it was too much, you know, and they can feel it. Sometimes they even kind of become a little ill. Um, Got to right. remember you're moving energy. So when you're putting intention out there, plus you're moving energy, you're putting a physical um, intention along with what you're uh, desiring, it can be very powerful. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, I know when my uh, uh, my sister and her husband did a lot of feng shui work, I think actually you did that years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They mm -hmm. both ended up kind of getting mildly sick afterwards, mm -hmm. and they were both aware enough to understand that they had changed a lot of things in the home. They also, you know, by by default, not by default, in, just in an interconnected kind of a way, it changed a lot of things in their psyche. So they were very happy with the um, with the results, but there was a little bit of a period where they were a little off kilter. Mm -hmm. And I think that that actually is really, really common. Yes, it in is. That sense. And not, I don't, I wouldn't say it so that it would shy someone away from doing right. it in that sense because you know, I just thought about when that show years ago was on that Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, yeah. that really popular show was on. I always thought that those guys went in and they just, you know, transformed these hideous homes <laughs> and the yeah, lives yeah. Of, of these guys. I always thought about what a follow-up interview would be a couple of weeks later in that sense about how much of a change that probably was. Right. That's a radical, you know, in many cases, this is a radical change in that sense to a home space. Yes. As a matter of fact, when I t that's why I always tell people, work it two at a time. But, yeah, they get excited. Wow, this really feels really good. Let's do this. But you have to remember, especially when you're clearing a lot of clutter, that's a lot of energy and memory and, you know, even cell memory that especially if you're getting rid of it and getting it away from you, um, you know, yeah, do it, but just understand that you can feel some cleansing in your body is really what, what happens a lot of times. Um, and just take it on, you know, gracefully and just, just know that, you know, well, we'll just, just move a little bit slower. <laughs> we all get impatient and want it all to be done now. <laughs> right. Not always the best, but, um, and that's why I always say if we're going to do a clearing 
and feng shui. We start with the physical clearing, the energy clearing, and then the feng shui because you really want to enhance and um, bring in um, your your desires with the feng shui, but you want it to become clear first. You don't want to bring in what you already have and you want to start over, then that's that's the best process to do it. Right. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it, it can be a obviously a very uh, beneficial process to do, but yeah, I would agree with you also that you should probably move it through in stages in that sense. Uh, I think sometimes we get a little greedy for overwhelm or, you know, for change especially. Um, you know, I always think about whenever I, even with my own personal clients, when, when I do uh, sessions with people uh, in terms of readings and the things that I do, they'll... I've talked to people about them having like their homes uh, remodeled or major changes um, in the houses uh, that they're living in, even while that's occurring. And they often will complain of that feeling of uh, during the process of feeling like that, that, that there's something breaking down internally as well. And I don't think people really, really recognize how significant our space is connected with our psyche and vice versa. Right. In that sense, it really is something that I, I think surprises people when they begin to kind of learn about this. In that sense, like for instance, I always use I, I, there's a great story that I remember from years ago. One of my sisters is not probably in the most um, intimate, joyful marriage. It's mm-hmm. not a bad marriage. It's just that they're more like friends and they don't have a very, very intimate relationship and they actually live in separate homes even though they're married. Mm-hmm. And I once went to visit her, and I went into her home, and where her husband doesn't actually even live. He lives again. He lives a couple of cities away, and he just comes in on the um, weekends. And I, one of the things that I noticed that was very interesting is in the relationship corner of the house, they had this room that they used to just stock old books and old computers, and it was a very, very much an unused room. Uh, and was also rather dusty, <laughs> I noticed as well. And that was in the relationship corner of the house. Oh yeah, definitely. And I thought, you know what I mean? It's in, you know, and it's a funny thing because people are often shocked that you would know something uh, per- so personal about their lives from looking at what's going on in their space. But to someone who studied feng shui, this is just easy, common information. Right. right, and I, I've had that happen many times with clients where they'll come to me and they'll say, you know, I'm really working on my marriage. We're um, we're not doing horrible, but we would just like a little bit more intimacy. And I find out, you know, there's a garbage can, laundry basket, cat box, you know, you name it, in the relationship room. Now, every room has its own corners, That's, and primarily we use the Bagua map for the perimeter of the property, the house itself, and, and you know, the way it's placed on the property, and then every room. But the rooms that you want to concentrate on are the rooms that you use every day. And this happened to be in um, a bedroom, um, uh, just so that everyone understands, the marriage partnership corner is the southwest corner. They happened to look or tell me what was in their southwest corner of their bedroom, and it was atrocious, so they moved it. And I gave them you know, some ideas of what to put in there, um, pictures of couples or pictures, wedding pictures or just anything that would more symbolize love <laughs> and not have you know, an overflowing garbage can or kitty litter box or something. And um, you know, it's just, it just is, you know, this is what I'm going to do to create harmony in this area. 
and you'll be surprised. I mean, not only are you saying it, but you're doing it. It's just, um, it really can be very powerful, and it did make a big difference in that couple's marriage. So, right, yeah, I definitely, yeah, I think probably an overflowing garbage can in the, <laughs> in the, the relationship corner speaks volumes. Yeah, uh, in terms of the uh, the dynamic of the relationship itself, in that sense. Uh, but yeah, that's. It, I guess it sounds funny unless you're experiencing it. In fact, if you are catching us live, uh, take advantage of the opportunity to ask any questions about your own personal space of uh, Debbie Little. You can ask questions in the chat room. I see we have some people in the chat room, uh, and uh, or you can just call us directly live and ask those questions directly. Uh, free consultations here, people. Six four six two hundred three nine six six is a call in number or you can ask a question through the chat room. If not, we will continue to just uh, discuss this topic uh, in, in more detail. So let me ask you another question. Um, what actually led you into this field? Uh, was there always an interest in it? I mean, what do you remember what kind of got you down this road in the first place? Um, yeah, actually, um, very beginning I was, uh, I was actually cleaning houses. I had my own cleaning company. And I just was very interested in the dynamics of the client and what was maybe going on in their home with, in comparison with, with what was going on in their life. Um, and I started doing feng shui on my own and just kind of, oh, this is kind of cool. And it, was, uh, it would correlate with what was going on in the client's home. And then I um, decided to expand on that and went to another class. It happened to be a different form of feng shui, which totally confused me. Um, but I, um, it's the one that I'm using now, which is the more practical. And I would, um, um, I decided that that one was was more resonated more with me. Um, so I went back to that teacher and um, hooked up with her for a few years, and and she talked talked talk to me and taught me on her own um, some very uh, helpful um, guidelines of feng shui and how it works and. Um, um, you know, more in detail, more in depth for the the following years. And like I said, I would use that and maybe even talk to some some of my clients who were my friends, and I would let them know, you know, this is what's going on, and they started using it on their own. So it's been uh, that was kind of the way the baby took place. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so, and then what led you to? Uh, because I, I'm I'm assuming that this has been around for a long time, but. The um, the staging. The staging, um, basically, because I was doing the feng shui, I'm doing the cleaning. I had started getting a lot of people ask me about, you know, what do I do for my home? I'm putting it on the market. Um, and then, being um, an administrative assistant, I started working with realtors and offering um, this service. Um, I started doing consultations probably about a dozen years ago, and. Um, and with your encouragement also, Jim, I will thank you to continually move forward in that direction in that career. Uh, received a cr- accreditation from stagedhomes.com, which also was very beneficial. And um, from there, I, uh, I started understanding that I could not only just do the consultations, but do the hands-on work, um, which was uh, very beneficial, and they all you know, obviously coincide. So... Um, that's been my, my real passion, you know, to, to be able to incorporate all of these, um, all these uh, things uh, at once is 
is uh, it's it's just a real passion for me and being able to help people in all of these areas, whichever form um, is working for them or whatever one they need. Um, it's been amazing. So. Well, and I think that, uh, and this is a, one of the you know the praises I would would make or or say in relation to uh, to to feng shui and, and staging and even uh, space clearing as well too. You know, we all you know most of us look to make healthy changes in our life. Well, also the majority of people look to make healthy changes in their lives. I I will honestly say there are some people I've met that just assume keep things exactly as they are. Even right. when they're bad, it's with the expression "the devil you know" and <laughs> "the devil you don't." I'm probably bastardizing that that line, but I think the uh, the uh, the message comes through fairly clearly. Uh, but I think that you know what's amazing about this type of work is if you combine a change in the physical environment that's more productive, more harmonious, more positive, and then do internal work at the same time. That's a powerful force of making shifts or changes right. in your world in that sense. I mean, I think that if you make the changes in the physical environment, it will eventually affect the psyche anyway. So mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't matter. But again, it's kind of a, two, a multi-pronged approach to solving a problem or, or making a, you know what I mean, or making a shift in your life in that sense. So to me, there's a real value in doing this type of work and even understanding it. And, you know, it's funny because I think that uh, feng shui itself is very, one of those type of things that when someone really sort of explains it to you, especially in the context of your own home, or your own home office, or things of that nature, or your own, not even home office, your own office or workplace, it becomes so obvious why it works. Like, I remember, I think I read a book some years ago, and she she used a very, very simple example of, if you take a, um, if you put something like a, a statue or a chair or something behind a door that opens and mm-hmm. you hit that chair when the door opens, mm-hmm. then it's going to leave a feeling of discomfort about entering that room because your thought will be whether you open the door and it bumps up against that chair or that thing so that you have to be careful when you enter that room. And then try it without a chair or something blocking when the door opens fluidly. Now, to right. me, you hear something like this, and it sounds so, like, duh, obvious. But if you actually walk through the steps of doing that, it really brings it home that, you know, having an obstruction in a, in a room that makes it difficult to get in the room, of course, is going to make your psyche think that that room is not easily accessible or an uncomfortable room to go in. Now, right. to me, if that room happens to be your relationship corner of the, of the home, mm-hmm then it's going to make you have a certain sense of trepidation or discomfort about the whole arena of relationships. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So it, like, it's, it's that literal it, from a physiological level as well as an emotional and a psychological one. So, uh, you know, it, it is, again, it's, I, would, I want to suggest to people to try this in that way. I mean, just, again, put something behind that door where you're uncomfortable when you open it because you're worrying about that banging up against the wrong thing. And that's the case from what I, the work I've done with you, uh, you know, when you, you, we've worked in my own home, uh, you know, you've pointed out some things that, you know, really were, once you hear it, then it makes sense as to why that it needs to be changed or why that is uncomfortable. Right. In that sense, right. because it does, it'll resonate. You'll eventually kind of get that feeling 
that, uh, you know, it isn't, it, it is like off kilter somehow. And you probably felt it, but I think, you know, someone in feng shui is good at verbalizing what the situation is and also good at giving you a solution. Yeah, definitely. Right. That's that's what feng shui is all about, Jim, is um, the cures. There is most every, in almost every situation, there's not, I mean, sometimes it's more comfortable than others, but there's almost always a cure. And that's what, what I, um, you know, that's what I do. I mean, that's where, where I really come in and help people the most is, okay, well, you've got this issue with this home, but, you know, that's why, you know, that's why you hired me is to, so that we can alleviate this problem. And um, then we can, you know, fig- we put the cure in place and then the changes can be made. And especially when someone is physically, like, again, it's all intention. And a lot of people say, well, I can just do, you know, prayer work or meditation or intention or affirmations. This is this is just more solid. And to say that I'm not only going to affirm it and pray for it and know that it's coming, but I'm also putting this out here. And I'm willing to make these changes and put these cures into place to, to alleviate that from being blocked. Um, tremendous amount of um, success with that um, you know there's there's many cures a lot of times we'll use uh, mirrors or just changing the room around furniture placement you know obviously right. clearing clutter <laughs> right. things like that's, that that's one of the biggies that you hang on about clearing clutter correct <laughs> right yeah clearing clutter is probably the biggest thing the most powerful thing that you can do in your life if you have I mean, think about it. You drive into um, your driveway, you open up the garage, and like, oh, my God, there's so much that I have to do. It's going to rob your energy um, immediately. So, uh, um, sorry, I'm getting all these messages. Um, There's, there's, wherever we have um, any kind of uh, clutter, you know, piles stacked up. Um, I always tell my clients, don't keep uh, projects around. Don't keep broken items that you'll get to because that just robs your energy. You walk into your, your garage or, or your your living room and, you know, there's 15 projects sitting there. It's going to be difficult for you to have energy to, to carry on the rest of your life. <laughs> right. Because you're looking at what you need to do and what you're not. Right. So making you uncomfortable. Uh, in fact, you know what, let me let me throw the uh, guest call number. We've got still about 10 minutes or so uh, okay. on with Debbie. Uh, that number, if you want to call in and ask Debbie any questions about your own personal space, feng shui, uh, uh, space clearing, or um, home staging, uh, that number is 646-200-3966. You can also ask questions in the chat room. So if anyone has a qu- uh, call or a question, good chance to do it. Uh, if not, and in the meantime, why don't we uh, give you an opportunity? Why don't you throw out some some basics for people that just about anyone could benefit from or follow in terms of getting a, a kind of a, a better harmony in their own home or their own office or their own space in that sense? What would you okay. say would be some good general things to suggest to people to do? Sure, I'd be glad to. Um, first of all, just to give you uh, everyone a little bit of an idea, um, feng shui is, like I, I mentioned earlier, um, the art of proper placement. And it's been around over 3,000 years. 
Um, and so that's why, you know, throughout the years, they've, they've come up with a little bit more of a practical way to use it because it is very powerful, but yet sometimes it can be very confusing. It can be um, too technical and very difficult to, to come into play. Um, I always tell people when you hire me, you'll know how to do this for the rest of your life because this is very practical. It is something that you can um, bring out the Bagua map and use any time um, throughout, you know, throughout your life basically, and uh, be able to put it in place. One of the biggest things is the proper or is the um, furniture placement. Um, when you walk into a room. If there's a narrow entry, like say there's a couple of chairs in the way or tables or something that you actually have to remember to walk through that that way without without getting hurt or running into something, that would be um, considered bad feng shui because you're cutting off the energy, you're bottlenecking the energy to come into the home. You start from basically you want to get the energy to come in the front door, so you want to make that um, nice, attractive. You know, flowers are good clean, obviously, um, letting that chi or energy come in that front door. Once it comes in the front door, if it is, if there's a bottleneck into the front room or a family room area, um, it's going to just slow it down. We want to encourage it to come in and move around and harmonize. Um, <clears throat> you could always use, um, you know, you see the round faceted crystals. You could put that one of those in the middle of the room to help harmonize the um, the energy in the room and get it to move around a little bit um, but um, obviously opening up that bottleneck if moving the furniture away from that entry will will allow the um, the energy to to flow a lot smoother and and free to be able to come in and then um, harness it um, and then of course moving it throughout the home is another thing um, a lot of people out there are looking at um, wealth at this point in our uh, universe, <laughs> in our economy. I would look at the southeast corners and make sure that you look at the southeast corners of the room, the rooms that you use the most. So obviously it would be a uh, living room, family room. Um, you know, obviously if you spend a lot of time in your office and it's at home, look, you can look in those rooms. Bedrooms are obviously something that you would look at um, uh, very closely. The southeast corner of your bedroom, um, primarily the number is four that we use. So if we wanted to use four objects that would create abundance, um, and the color is purple, so we'd use four um, purple items. You can also write down your intentions. You can use a red envelope and maybe put intentions of your abundance and what you'll do with it. You can put, um, uh, they have the little Chinese red envelopes that you can put money into um, and then put it in your wealth corners. That's also going to create and stimulate that area. Um, so those are real real good basics to follow. Um, almost everyone can do. You know, obviously furniture placement, you want to be able to walk through the furn- walk, walk through the rooms without running into anything. I always tell people, imagine your home uh, when you walk in your room or into your home, and imagine that the there's been a, a power outage. Would you be able to walk through your room and your home without tripping over anything, rugs, cords, furniture? Um, that's one um, good way to to think about it and 
you know, it, it kind of brings it to light. If you have to constantly walk around a coffee table and you hit your shins on it, <laughs> that might be, you know, maybe a little bit bigger or maybe it needs to be moved out a little bit or taken away even, and you'll see the difference. Right. Well, those are some good suggestions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think a lot of people are certainly open to receiving more abundance Um Maybe more than ever than more than normal at this in this particular day and age, uh, in that sense. Uh, so you know, one of the things also uh, that I, I think I want to bring up as we as we kind of come to a reasonable close here is um, really there's really a, an advantage to using feng shui and uh, staging at this point, uh, even maybe even more than ever in that sense, simply because. Um, you know, with people having difficulty selling homes, uh, there's certainly an advantage to having a professional help you to make that home sell more easily right. uh, in terms of the home staging. And then just in general, I think that um, really there's, there's some real value in having a comfortable home. You know, for most people, uh, you know, unless you have a home office in that sense, um, when you go out into the world each day, I think one of the things that that most of us would probably like to have is a sense of peace and harmony when you come home. Right. You know, and so if your your home is blocked up uh, energetically and physically, that probably is going to leave a discomfort in that sense. Especially, I agree with you too in the on the on the sense that if you've got a million projects lying around and things that you have to do, then you know coming home may not even necessarily be an appealing idea when you've got a million things kind of piled up that you need to get to in life. And I probably would say the same thing would translate in terms of furniture and, and space if everything is piled up and not comfortable in the home. Like, right. like I mean, in most literal way, it's kind of like when you move and you've got everything in boxes. It's mm-hmm. great when you move, but it, I think one of the things that's time-consuming, of course, is unpacking the boxes and getting everything properly placed in the home. And if you have a delay in doing that for a couple of days and everything's in boxes and a mess, you tend to feel like your life is in obvious disarray. Right. So, you know, I think that that analogy holds true also for for just, you know, day-to-day life itself. Right. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, if you're looking at a cluttered mess and you're frustrated because you can't find things and, you know, this is not honoring of yourself, of your time, and of of your life, um, so bringing a little bit of organization and harmony um, by just taking care of that clutter and moving it through will also give the um, the message to the universe that you're open to abundance. Because if we have clutter and we have so much stuff in our house, it's difficult to find a place when we bring new things in. Obviously, I mean, honestly, I have seen that where the people really don't need to be buying anything else because it's just too too full then how can you ask the universe for abundance? You know, obviously you start moving some of that clutter out and you find out how much you don't need and moving it away from your home entirely and then you're opening um, that, opening up for the vacuum to be replaced. Right. Something of abundance. Good point. Well, I know you, uh, you've, speaking of, of, uh, of, of getting things done, I know you've got to head to work, so why don't I give you, just take a minute to, let our listening audience and uh, our guests in the chat room, which we do have a few, uh, know how they can reach you. 
um, if they want to get a private consultation or get some uh, more information. So I want to give you a moment to give that information on air here. Okay, absolutely. Thank you. Um, my name, well, obviously Debbie Little, and my um, email is hsaz at yahoo.com, and my phone number is 480-329-9111. Again, that's 480-329-9111. Um, I normally charge $250 for a consultation, and um, because of uh, Jim being such a wonderful source for me, and this is a great opportunity for me, I will be honoring $50 off um, if they mention the radio show today. So hope that Excellent. helps. Yeah, and this will, you're probably going to get hit with that a few times because this will end up on archive. I noticed that a lot of people uh, listen to the show. They tell me kind of at, later on at their own leisure. That's one of the things that's nice about uh, blog radio. You can kind of catch it whenever you want at your own time in your own space. So definitely a big plus. So. Right. Okay, excellent. Thank you for being here today. Uh, like I told you, the, the 45 minutes would go by incredibly quickly. Absolutely. Uh, it does go fast, so I think I will let you go, and then I will uh, close out the show here on my own, all right? Okay, thank you so much, Jim, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, have a great day. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so uh hope you uh enjoyed uh the interview here with uh Debbie if you if you caught us live. Uh again, I really have to uh recommend her services. I've worked with her before in all capacities. I've had her do um space clearings in the home for me and uh I've had her do some feng shui work and uh it's amazing. Really, really valuable, uh, excellent, um, uh, excellent skills, and a really, really understanding approach and perspective on and helping you move things at your own pace in that sense as well. And yeah, even we didn't really talk as much about the space clearing, but um, it really is a really powerful thing to clear the energy and space in a home. Um, you know, people sometimes have such uncomfortable energy in a home that they just want to move to get away from it. In a lot of cases, a good space clearing will will clear out that energy in that space. You know, especially if you've gone through a divorce or a traumatic experience or had a particularly difficult year. Excellent idea to clear the the space energetically. Um, I'm sure uh, for people who are listening that don't live in Arizona. Um, you could find someone in your own area, or Debbie, I'm sure, can even help you walk through it, even by phone. I'm sure I would not doubt that in the slightest. But, yeah, you know, I think that a lot of, uh, for, for most of us, uh, 2008 was a little bit of a difficult year, and uh, 2009 is off to a rocky start. But um, certainly um, I see plenty of signs of improvement this year, so I'm hoping uh, to see the same thing for, for my uh, listening audience as well as my uh, personal clients. Uh, so, anyway, um, the next show, just to give you a little information as we're getting ready to close up here, uh, my next show will be, um, I'll be uh, probably actually the second week of uh, April because I'm going to be out of town for a much-needed vacation for the first week of April on that first Tuesday. So uh, I believe that we will be doing the show on the second Tuesday of the month. I'll have that posted within the next few days. And that's my normal show where I uh, I read my monthly column and uh, comment and talk about that subject matter as well as invite guests to call in to ask personal questions and have uh, five-minute free little mini readings uh, with me. Uh, short little readings, of course. But uh, 
but uh, you can certainly get a little bit of quick insight. And I remind all of my listeners that if you're not already receiving my monthly uh, column, Snake Oil, uh, through the Internet, uh, feel free to email me at VenturaWords at Mac.com or Ventura, uh, that is V-E-N-T-U-R-A, spelled like Ventura, California, um, and S as in Sam, A as in Apple, G as in Guy, at com. And you could get my uh, free monthly column sent at the uh, the beginning of each month, uh, sent to you. Good column writer and uh, uh, free information that I think most people really seem to enjoy. So uh, uh, you can reach me that way and get it. And you can also get information uh, through that about um, uh, personal sessions with me as well or ordering any copies of my books or um, or CDs that I have as well, too. Uh, I published my first book about a year ago. Uh, it's called Dirty Little Secrets, and I have that available on um, on audio uh, disc as well as in print. In fact, you can also just get it uh, through Amazon as well, too. So, uh, again, I thank everyone for tuning in to uh, Snake Oil Radio, and I hope you will join us again. Feel free to uh, post any comments on the website as well. And I wish everyone a wonderful, wonderful day. Cheers.